Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, February 13th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Congress wants to know more about the fourth high-altitude object that the U.S. has shot down in its airspace over the past eight days. Number two, Bernie weighs in on who he thinks should be the next labor secretary. And number three, Schwanza Goff is leaving the White House. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The top of Punchbowl News AM is the conundrum that the Biden administration is facing as well as Congress, uh, as there is a lot more pressure by both Democrats and Republicans to hear from the Biden administration about what is exactly happening in U.S. airspace. Yeah, uh, the fourth um, (laughs) uh, object shot down in eight days, which the AP headline says is unprecedented in peacetime. Um, This is a, uh, you know, the question now becomes, I mean, is something going on? (laughs) If you go down the rabbit hole on Twitter or TikTok or wherever, YouTube, um, you could come up with all sorts of theories. We're not endorsing or not endorsing any of these theories. Um, And, or, or, you know, as the Pentagon indicated, are we just more attuned to them um, uh, than we have been in the past? And that's a, that's a legitimate question here. Um, Now, throughout the weekend, what uh, uh, TFRs popped up? TFRs are temporary flight restrictions for for commercial and private aircraft because the the Pentagon was was literally launching, you know, fighter jets to bomb to shoot down these unidentified objects. And and importantly, the um, head of Northern Command for NORAD or uh, General uh, Van Herc, Glenn Van Herc, said we're calling them objects, not balloons, for a reason. Um, so we don't exactly know what these things are, right? Like we have no idea if these are um, if, if these are you know uh, Chinese spy balloons or what the hell they are. So this is a <laughs> we are in a, uh, a quite an unusual situation, Anna. I would say to to say the least, where we, again we just have these objects floating over uh, parts of the United States. And the and the forcing our military NORAD and and with our allies to to shoot these down. Yeah, I mean, I think what you see here though is a, a, a real kind of alignment in Congress where both sides, right, are going to be pressing the Biden administration for what exactly these things are. Why have we if 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 this is so prevalent, why have we not been more attuned until till uh, the Chinese spy balloon of this airspace? Uh, there's gonna be a lot of questions and pressure uh, on the military, on the Biden administration to give more information. Because I think as you, as you noted, right, with when there is, uh, when, when, since they haven't shared much information, there's a lot of speculation um, and sensationalism about what this, these potentially could be. Um, but so it's going to be something that we are going to be covering, uh, you know, very aggressively as we continue to hear more uh, about what exactly is happening here. I uh, want to also just point out here at the top of Punchbowl Museum, we also go into uh, an interesting kind of dynamic, which doesn't happen often. The House is out this week. The Senate is in session. Uh, and so all eyes are going to be on what's happening at the upper in the upper chamber. There are two votes scheduled uh, at 5.30 p.m. today. Um, so we're going to be keeping an, uh, a, certainly a, an eye on the confirmation vote of Cindy Chung to circuit judge 
for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit. There's also uh, a cloture vote scheduled on Gina Menendez-Miro to serve as district judge in Puerto Rico. Um, gonna That's something that I'm, we'll be covering all day. Well, two other things, Anna, uh, important to note for this week. And and the, the, the House being out is perhaps a blessing for the Biden administration, but you could just imagine that... Um, the Senate, which takes its intelligence overseeing responsibilities quite seriously, is um, is uh, there's going to be a lot of criticism here of the of the Biden administration. We pointed out last week, Mark Warner has gone pretty sharp, um, not against the Biden administration, but as his his qualms with the Biden administration on a host of issues. So we'll be watching out for that on this balloon angle. Two other events to keep an eye on. CPI, the, the measure, chief measure of inflation, will be released on Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. That is the uh, CPI for January. Number two, and not more importantly, but more interestingly for us, uh, CBO will release an update on the debt limit at 2 p.m. on Tuesday. Um, that is that will narrow, at least theoretically, narrow the window for um, when Congress needs to lift the debt ceiling. Remember, uh, the base case scenario is sometime between middle of June and end of July at this point, sitting here on February 13th. Um, and we 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 hope that will narrow because it'll help it'll help Congress at least come to some sort of um, uh, uh, conclusion on that. But uh, it's also possible that we won't have much of a good much of a better idea. And the experts at this point, the people we follow, say uh, if it lasts into July, it'll probably be enough for until late July. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. We've got some news: Senator Bernie Sanders, of course chair of the help committee and the leading progressive voice on Capitol Hill is now backing Sarah Nelson, president of the Association of Flight Attendants or former Labor Secretary Robert Reich to take over for Marty Walsh at the Labor Department, according to a letter obtained by us. Of course, Walsh is expected to formally announce soon that he's stepping down from the labor post to head the NHL Players Association. Yeah, uh, a couple interesting things to point out here. Uh, Nelson is the head of the airline, the Association of Flight Attendants, the the fifty thousand person um, airline flight attendant union. Um, uh, but this is an interesting, to be honest with you, it's an interesting kind of internal battle in the Capitol because Asian American lawmakers and outside groups are calling on Biden to nominate Julie Su, the number two at the Labor Department. So this could be a kind of a um, just an interesting tension moment uh, uh, between um, between the progressives and um, uh, Asian American lawmakers and some of uh, and allies of of Sue. Now there were some problems with Sue. Uh, during her nomination process over tens of billions of dollars of fraud in California's insurance program, which she oversaw. So that'll definitely come up again. But um, this is the first I guess it's the first cabinet post Biden has had to replace uh, in this Congress. It will be the first cabinet post I'll have to replace in this Congress. I don't expect Joe Biden to nominate Nelson or Reich. I think those are both. Um, I just I, I just can't see it at this point. But, you know, um, Bernie is laying a marker here, which is important. All right. Let's go to the number three story of the morning. 
key White House aide on a link to House Republicans is set to depart. Shawan Zagoff, a key lieutenant to the White House's legislative affairs operation, is leaving the Biden administration to join a lobbying shop. Of course, Schwanza is a uh, known entity on Capitol Hill. Uh, she was, was widely respected by both Democrats and Republicans uh, and was a key, you know, kind of lieutenant, really, for this administration as it was trying to push during the first two years so much legislative uh, action on the Hill uh, she's now going to be going to Cornerstone Government Affairs, which represents a ton of different clients in the private sector. Uh, but I think an interesting time for her to leave, given the fact that this is going to be a, a, the first real test between the Biden administration and Speaker Kevin McCarthy when it comes to the debt limit. Well, it's interesting because Goff, who uh, worked at the Capitol forever, worked for Steny Hoyer for a long time, uh, has the, um, the uh, let's call it the... Uh, rare benefit of having really good relationships with Republicans, especially McCarthy, who she worked with on the floor um, for a very long time uh, and and House Republican aides and um, uh, lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. So this is a big, a big loss for the White House. Now, um, I don't this, you know, no, everybody, everybody is replaceable, right? I'm not suggesting that, that the, the operation will kind of freeze in its place. But if you talk to people in the Capitol, she is probably the most um the most equipped to handle, you know, relations with McCarthy and with House Republicans. So it's a it's a big it's a big loss for the White House uh, in a time where there's a bunch of turnover, right? Because uh, uh, Ron Klain just left and uh, Jeff Zients is chief of staff. So there's just a, a a bit of a turnover period in the White House, which is not surprising after the first after the president's first midterm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just I'm thinking that right as you said it. I mean, I think this is going to be probably part of many different aides who. Stuck it out often. I mean, there's been very little turnover in this White House, right? Um, as they were trying to get a ton of things done, get through COVID, um, uh, the crisis uh, that kind of the the president uh, took on as he went into office, and this is the kind of natural timeline for a lot of folks who have uh, been in these kind of high pressured jobs to take a look and say, you know, do they have another two years in them or not? Um, and, you know, Chuan's is just a good example of somebody who's uh, very uh, important that is going to be headed headed for the exits. And we'll have to see who uh, the Biden administration replaces them with. All right. With that, I just want to give one big shout out to the leaders, which is we are launching this week. Um, we It's a new editorial product focused on four elected officials driving economic growth for their state and local economies. And we are announcing this morning that Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt uh, is going to be our first member. We are profiling. Very uh, excited to look forward to that. Brendan Peterson has been uh, helming this project for us. So uh, we'll have a lot more to say on that through out this week. With that, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please share The Daily Punch. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.